Inspire Solutions is a well-known and established business and management solutions organization who has been in business for over 13 years and provides, among others, training, consulting, HR information, and labor relations services. They believe in seeking unique and practical solutions to the challenges that organizations face in terms of people business processes. Therefore, it was only natural for them to expand into forensic and integrity services. Today we're joined by Lorraine from Inspire Solutions on the topic of forensic investigation and integrity. All right, now how did you get into forensic investigations? Well, I've got a legal background. Um, I studied law in Poch. Okay. Um, and from there, had a security company. Uh, we branched out and patented a product for the airport. Um, our tender got stolen. Whoa. Um, ended up in the courts. And from there, the interest grew. And then my partner was a forensic investigator. And it just became natural for me to then branch out into investigations and I loved it. I still, it's just part of me and the legal background obviously assists. So how long have you been a forensic investigator? Nine years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You see, we got a lot of experience right here in the studio today. (laughs) Now tell me something, how did you join up or, or become part of Inspire Solutions then? It's actually quite interesting. Um, Heidi being in human resources, we got introduced by a mutual friend uh, who used to work with me in the security field. And uh, she then needed forensic services and introduced us to Heidi and we became business partners. You clicked. And we clicked. And then Heidi, of course, saw the need and um, for forensic services in her company. Okay, cool. So now you're a forensic investigator, you, you're helping out or you're part of the Inspire Solutions team. Yes. What are sort of the cases that you deal with? What, what's, what cases land up on your table daily? Well, as in the news these days, obviously, all the tender fraud, mm-hmm. uh, your corruption cases. Um, we've got a section that deals specifically with mines where obviously uh, you have lots of theft of copper, your precious metals, mm-hmm. um, your explosives. Uh, so that is the type of cases that we deal with on a daily basis. Um, you have your smaller things like inventory theft um, at companies, uh, people misusing company vehicles, for instance, for private use. So those are the smaller things, but the big things are, are fraud and corruption. All right, so... Forensic investigations at mines. Is there a lot of companies that do specifically forensic investigations at mines, Lorraine? No, um, definitely not. I think it's a very specialized field. It's very intelligence driven because you can't just go in and do your normal forensic investigation at a mine. Mm. Uh, you have to place, sometimes place agents. Um, you work very narrowly with your police, which would be your hawks, sometimes with the intelligence sections of the police. Um, so, yes, it's very specialized. Hmm. You mentioned earlier, you're like, it's not your normal forensic investigations uh, at a mine. What would a normal forensic investigation entail? Yeah, normal, let's use tender fraud, for instance, uh, which everybody talks about these days. 
Um, it's got a lot of audit uh, functions related to it. So you would go to a company, you would obviously investigate, look at all the paperwork, uh, look at the people that were involved, that were implicated, uh, whether they're guilty or not. Uh, if there was a whistleblower, interview them. Um, and have a chat to them and then investigate and look for the evidence to either uh, see whether there was real tender fraud or whether it there's, there's no uh, problem with the tenders that were issued. Wow, this, this seems like quite an interesting job. I mean, the fact that you wake up and you're faced with like these types of cases, is this what makes the job inspirational or fun for you to do? Oh, yes, it does. And I, every case is different. Um, every angle is different. Uh, the types of fraud that you encounter is different. Uh, you often get that while you're investigating the one case, it actually branch, branches out and you see a lot of other problems that are within the companies. So you'll investigate on one section and discover fraud in a different section. Okay. Um, what's what's your most... Goes, What's your most memorable case you can tell me about? I'm sure you obviously can't delve too much into the current cases you're busy with because they're, they're still cases you're investigating and you're dealing with. But if you just go back to the past, when you started doing forensic investigations, what are some of the cases that stick out for you? The things that will get me excited. I like stuff like, you know, crime and diamond deals and fraud well, tenders and this and that. <laughs> Jacob, the things that will get you excited are still, unfortunately, at the moment under investigation under investigation no, and very prevalent in the news so uh that i cannot give you any information on uh but i think what is exciting is to actually listen to the news and hear the names and know but hey i've investigated that oh. and um at least something is happening and there's a positive result and uh, people will be prosecuted eventually what what is the turnaround time for prosecuting people um obviously now using your legal background as well and obviously forensic investigation do cases take long to actually get through the courts and then convictions at the end yes they do yes um, it differs. Um, it normally it's very long. It can take a few years, um, and then you also get your cases where private companies are involved and there are settlements out of court, mm -hmm. which nobody would know of. And I think those actually get settled much quicker than uh, the cases that actually end up in court in the in the end. All right, cool. And uh, now in terms of the mining, because um, I know Inspire Solutions sort of specializes with being able to tackle uh, uh, fraud and corruption within the mining yeah. industry. Um, how do mining operations suffer from losses in respect of various categories? Look, um, fraud and corruption in mines is very prevalent, but there you deal with specialized and organized criminals and syndicates, sometimes uh, and most often um, cross-border, oh, wow. um, which makes it very sophisticated. So we have people that specialize in the investigation of the mining um, section, um, where you have problems in the mines that runs into millions of rands. Mm -hmm. um, so you have your precious metals um, and precious stones, your platinum metal groups, where you have problems, copper, and then of course your explosives. Um, that gets stolen. Um, explosives, you know, get used again in ATM bombings, um, cash in transit heists. Wow, so they get um, sold on the black market. Oh, yes, they do. They most 
definitely do. And considering that there's always a market, these people always find an opportunity to steal precious metals where they can. Oh, yes, they and will. And sell it further. Yes, they will. I mean, from the start, uh, even in your, in your precious metal bearing ore, uh, you have the ore being stolen. Now, Lorraine, can you elaborate on the Forensic Investigation and Integrity Services, especially linked up to Inspire Solutions? Yes, yes. Inspire is a business and management solutions organization um, and does a lot of labor relations services. Um, it was just natural for them then to branch out into forensics as well because you ha- deal a lot with labor issues um, and with hearings in the forensic industry. So you would do an investigation um, and out of that, obviously, uh, there would be hearings uh, should people be found guilty um, in certain organizations, be it public or private. Um, the the team, or it's a new service offering for Inspire, but the uh, forensic and integrity team has a collective investigative and forensic experience in excess of over 40 years. Wow. So people are trained as certified forensic examiners. They've got legal expertise. And then we also have auditors and intelligence operators. Okay. Um, here I was thinking that forensic investigation just has to do with like crime scenes and murder scenes. So obviously like blue collar crime is still still needs forensic investigators. Oh, yes, definitely. And I think you watch too much CSI. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I like TV too much. You can tell. Oh, you can tell. tell. <laughs> no, that is, that, is, that is not what we do. So, no, it has to do a lot with, uh, has a lot to do with paperwork uh-huh. um, and, in, and following the trail throughout your paperwork. I, I know you mentioned um, a lot of work with uh, auditors as well. Um, yes. How closely do you have to work with, with auditors? I mean, in, in, in other separate cases, of course. Look, in a forensic investigation, you're a team. Okay. So you have your forensic investigation uh, investigator, you have legal specialists, obviously, and then you have your auditors who look at the figures. Uh, if you get financial statement fraud, Mm. Uh, you definitely need your auditors to actually look at that um, and link it up with what the investigator would find. All right. Now, here's a, here's a blanket question here I'm throwing here. Maybe you can help me because I'm really trying to delve into how, how deep it goes, right? So in all industries, mining, whatever the, whatever the industry is, mm. um, wherever you guys are investigating anything, how much fraud or corruption in terms of like monies have you ever had to deal with? So does it go into the millions? Does it go into the billions or the trillions? Like how much, what's the most expensive case you've had to deal with in terms of money? Millions, um, hundreds of millions. Wow. Uh, especially if you look at private sector and you look at certain um, IT investigations that we've done, it runs into hundreds of millions of rands. Wow. And, and, and. And it's all uh, South African. Have you ever had to deal with situations where um, the main character in an investigation has fled the country or something like that? Oh, yes, we have. What? We have. Like you've got to phone up Interpol. Obviously. Wow. <laughs> no. That's pretty cool. Um, um, a good example of that, and you would know of it, is, for instance, we didn't work on the investigation, but look at the Guptas. I mean, oh, yes. the crime was committed in South Africa, and they've left the country. So you, de- you get situations like that. Wow, so it's there's never a dull day as a forensic investigator then. Oh no, never. <laughs> <laughs> Always quite interesting. Now tell me something. Where do you see this division in something like five years' time? 
Well, Inspire um, has a lot of recurring engagements that we receive from public and private sector clients, um, which illustrates the integrity and trust of our relationships, um, our quality results that we get, and then, of course, our professionalism, objectivity and independence. So looking at that, uh, we want to extend this to the new leg of the company and we aim to become the preferred forensic service provider to numerous private and public organisations in the country. Remember, Inspire Solutions can be contacted by visiting their website at inspiresolutions.co.za. That's N-S-P-I-R-E solutions.co.za. Alternatively, you can drop them an email on info at inspiresolutions.co.za. Thanks for listening.